You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on the Mighty 1290 Coil, the Mighty1290Coil.com, and the Mighty 1290 Coil mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Hope all's going well with you. I'm doing pretty good. How about you, Alan? Oh, I'm doing awesome. I'm glad to just be here today. Yeah, well, that's yeah. good. <laughs> I love being here, but for some reason, I think it's the weather outside, getting that vitamin D finally from the sun. So, yeah, I'm happy to be out and about and especially being able to be here on the healthcare show. Yes, uh or as Matt called it, I got to go do that stupid healthcare. No, you didn't say stupid. You're like, I got to go to that healthcare show or, or America's Healthcare Challenge. Yep. But uh, Jim is on the phone on 402-342-1290. Jim, how are you? Hey, Sean and Alan. How are you guys doing today? Real good. You? Awesome. Thanks. Well, I'm doing really good myself. I'm trying to get things. Like I told you guys, I would try to help you guys out with this uh, issue on this legislation that is passed that we don't quite understand the wording of. Talked about the uh, Federalist Papers. Uh, we found the Federalist Papers, number 62, by James Madison. Now, to be clear with you, and Alan could probably work with me on this, Alan is, probably knows that uh, I want to be straightforward with everybody now that uh, I do belong to the Republican, um, the Douglas County Republican Party. We have pursued the idea of an education committee, which we have finally put together, and we're in the process of uh, projects that we're working on. The reason why I say this is I'm learning the Federalist Papers myself, uh, but I have an individual. We're six members in the committee. I have an individual on the committee named Todd who's read the Federalist Papers, like you, Sean, on the Affordable Care Act. He's read it twice now. He understands the Federalist Papers really well, and he's got to give full credit for us finding number 62 where it says this. Now, uh, when you start reading number 62, um, there's five parts to it when you first start reading it. you got to go to part number four, and then there's four areas within that. And in the fourth paragraph of the fourth area, it states very clearly, I'm going to use a different word than what's as far as before policy because I found the definition of that word that makes more sense. There, there again, we got to understand what it, what it says. The internal effects of uh, changeable policy are still more glamorous uh, and I'm probably not pronouncing some of these words. I'm doing the best. But the, the part that we're really interested in here is that it poisons the blessings of liberty itself. It will be of little avail to the people that the laws are made by men of their own choice. If the laws be so voluminous that they cannot be read or so incoherent that they cannot be understood, if they be repealed or revised before they are promulgated or undergo such insistent changes that no man who knows what the law is today can guess what the law will be tomorrow. Law is defined to be a rule of action. But how can that be a rule which is little known and less fixed? <clears throat> Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Sounds familiar to what you went through, Sean. Yeah. yeah. So I, I told you guys that uh, this is things that we need to understand, that the, that the laws that are being passed, we need to understand the laws. And if you sit there and put Mrs. Pelosi on there saying, well, we can't tell you what it is until we pass it, our founders would be turning, I'm sure they are turning in their graves. I'm, they're just, it's, it's just incredible how well, our, 
our representative government in Washington, D.C. controls us by doing what they do unconstitutionally. Well, and Jim, I would have to say that on that same line, Congress abdicated their authority in this legislation, especially when they gave the right to the Secretary of Health and Human Services to determine almost all of the Affordable Care Act rules and laws uh, by just simply stating that the Secretary of Health and Human Services shall have the right to determine XXXXX. Well, can I can I say something with what you just said? So yeah. What you're trying to say is Congress who makes laws, the legislative branch who makes laws, gave a cabinet member the right to determine or to make laws herself, and we sit by and don't say nothing about it? Well, that's exactly what happened in this case, because if you actually go into the law, think about what Nancy Pelosi said. Right. You have to pass the law to actually understand what's in the law, and think about just even the meaningful use piece, okay? Yeah. The meaningful use piece of this legislation and where we had to wait and wait and wait and wait for the Secretary of Health and Human Services to determine what meaningful use was. But, okay. but, but and, listen to what you're saying, though. Let's just be honest with yeah. each other. It's a, The point of what you're talking about is on <clears throat> Constitution all the way around. But we, the people, don't understand what's constitutional and what's not. That's why we put this education committee together. Right. Now, to be clear to both of you, and, 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 and uh, Alan, you know this already, Sean, we, we actually put on one of our projects the Commerce Clause, and your Affordable Care Act that you've been working on is part of that. Uh, we put that underneath the uh, Commerce Clause. So we will be looking into the Affordable Care Act. But this, what you guys have been doing for, I know, it's been a couple of years now. Uh, this is what needs to happen. The education, the re-education of the American people on their founding documents is what needs to happen. And and just the last thing, uh, two last things I want to say to both of you. Um, we do have a purpose, uh, Alan. We did have a meeting last Wednesday, and we uh, the purpose of the Education Committee of the DCRP is to promulgate the understanding of the founding principles of our constitutional republic, and that's what we are, by the way, a constitutional republic, not a Abs democracy. Absolutely. And to promote actions that adhere to those principles. That's the purpose of this education committee. We've got a lot of projects. Uh, last thing I want to ask is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, your uh, health care or health reform explain, Sean, dot yep. com? Yes. Is, that, uh, is there an email in there that I can send this information on Federalist 62 to you? You can send it at info at edbellisinc.com. Okay. Is that information, what you just said, on that website? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just I'll, go to the I, corporate site and just hit uh, Okay. contact there. I'm going to send you the whole – what I'll do is send you the – this is small. It's only a couple pages long, uh, number 62, and I will – I highlight the what I just read in – a paragraph, I might even highlight the paragraph after that because it explains even more. I only gave you the guts of what we were talking about. So I appreciate you guys giving me the time to do that. And thank you guys very much for educating our fellow Americans. And uh, let's see what we can accomplish before it's too late. Thanks for your uh, patronage uh, and for being a loyal listener. And um, appreciate uh, the compliments. Spread the word about um, Edie Bellis, the organization that is actually doing this as a public service because we believe... Uh, so passionately about how, uh, how how rapidly this is changing. And so when we come back, we're going to look at um, something that's really coming into play finally, which is the air up there, the Affordable Care Act information reporting requirements due at the end of this month, actually, or potentially penalties of $500 a form. And uh, we're going to talk about what organizations and in particular municipalities should be doing to solve this problem. 
We'll be right back. <laughs> 